Guerrero here, your host of the Excuse Me Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week as we bring you another exciting guest that is just very special to me. I want to remind everyone to please go to your favorite podcast platform and download, subscribe, click, like, comment, give me your feedback, and show me your love and support because I feel it every week, guys. All right. Now it's time for this week's guest. Hang on tight, grab a beverage, grab some popcorn, and let's enjoy together. Your host of the Excuse Me podcast, and this week I have one of my best friends, such a um, inspiration to me. She was my locker room uh, campout partner, along with Michelle McCool, who was, of course, the famous duo Lay Cool. Please welcome Miss Layla. Layla, how are you? Hi, Nikki. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. You are just looking amazingly beautiful. Well, thank you, and so are you. You look young. You still look fresh. You still look like oh. that cougar. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you your $20 when we're done, okay? <laughs> you said 50 You said oh. 50 All right. <laughs> fine, fine. 50 Okay. All right. All right. All right. But, no, I'm so glad you're here. I have waited so long to get you on my, on my show, and I'm so happy that you said yes. We have so much to talk about. We have a lot of history together. But first, I want to let my fans know who you are and where you come from. You're from London, England, and you have, you're a jack of all trades. You are a dancer, a model. You worked at the Carnival Cruise Lines, Miami Heat. Uh, you were part of the Diva Search in 2006 and Expose, of Extreme Expose, yeah. and also Lay Cool with WWE and you were so nice to allow me to be invited into Lake Cool. So we have so much in common and what a talented performer you are. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it was so funny story is that when you guys were doing the extreme expose with Brooke Adams and Kelly Kelly, uh, I just remember so many afternoons <laughs> of dark hallways. And you guys would be practicing over and over and over. And you guys were great. The fans loved you guys. And you were so sweet to say, Vicky, how does it look? How does it feel? How does it really, really look? And you guys are just beautiful women anyway. So even though y'all made mistakes, the fans still loved you guys. I mean, I mean, this has to be, how do you look at your career now, looking back at all that stuff you did in WWE? Um, do you miss it? Is there is there anything that, that comes to mind when you think of the fun times at WWE? Um, 
I I miss certain parts about working, you know, WWE. Of course, you know, there's certain highlights that are great, and there's certain things that I'm like, I could never do that again. I can't. I, I would never be on the road driving five hours, like all of that stuff. <laughs> After a while, you know, I don't miss that, but I do miss some of the people, and I do miss like some of the moments I had on TV. I was very privileged to work with you. I know you said that. <laughs> That we let you come into Lakeul. No, you were part of Lakeul. You pretty much you helped us so much, and I always looked up to you and admired you. And it was such an honor. Like I can't. When I look back now, I'm just like, thank you. We had some really, really great moments. And I, I remember, like, yeah, I was giving you a scenario with you. I remember when you we had. Um, it was like we were working with Mickey James, and I was in the ring, and they were they were leading up to, um, you know, they because it's Michelle McCall going to be against Mickey. So you know, I'm in there, and uh, all of a sudden you come out and you're just like excuse me she did I mean I remember I was looking at Michelle she was looking at me because it was going to be a, it was going to be a handicap match and you were going to make it you know Mickey James lay cool against Mickey James you know yeah. and Michelle's waiting she's like what's she saying I'm like I can't hear a word like because the crowd was like roaring so loud like and not just for a split second I mean your whole speech and Mickey's like, Mickey's like, what is she? I don't know. We're all looking at her. What? Like waiting. And Michelle's like, do I take my clothes off now? Do I, she got to take her shoes off. She was still in her street clothes. And we ne we could never like hear it. Any nothing. So finally, we heard the bell ring. So Michelle like jumped in or whatever. Every time I went out there with you, like half the time, I'm like, I don't know what she's saying. I can't hear her. Like, do I? Like, what do I do? So it was such a, to, to be out there with you with somebody who was so established and so over. You had to say one thing. You were like the biggest heel in our company. Oh, you really were. You were one of the top you. heels in the company. And I'm trying to think of extreme expose. I asked you because I knew if I'd have asked anybody else, that would have been like, yeah, it's okay. You were straightforward with me and you were honest and you would tell me straight away, no, yeah. it's horrible. Or no, she's kind of off. Because they had like, you know, because I, I was a, I have to be honest, I was a complete control freak during that extreme expose. And You're even perfectionist. Yeah, perfectionist. I really am a perfectionist. I, I am. It's a fault, but it's also a great asset too. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So when Barbie, like, I would have to check, okay, where's Barbie? She's over there. We go chase her. Bro, where's over there? Okay, so trying to keep <laughs> hold of everybody. You know what I mean? Because it's like there's three different personalities and we're different. And I'm like, let's go, let's go, time to go kind of thing. And just just like coming up with the routines and the costumes and the music you knew you knew I was like you know I had a hard time sometimes with that because it was just a lot of pressure because I didn't want to fail and I didn't want the other girls to fail either because I knew at that time I couldn't wrestle I had no clue how to wrestle right so if I don't make <laughs> this work if we don't make extreme expose work okay because Barbie and I I don't think knew how to wrestle then Brooke I think was training I was yeah. like if we don't make this work we're gonna be out of a job kind of thing so it was <laughs> it was like be hated as the control freak to just get it done you know or do I do I keep a job and that's what I had to do because I didn't want to lose my job I know that they wouldn't want to lose their job Kelly probably would have been fine Kelly Kelly probably would not have lost her job but I have to say one day Vince did pull me aside it was after we did um the routine we were dressed up like school girls and uh, it was a uh, dolce do you remember the pussycat yeah. girls so we did, it was that routine and Vince pulled me aside after the show and he was like, I really like you guys. This is going to work. I'm really happy with this. Keep it up. And to even get that, you, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh my God. So it works. It works.
But you know what was difficult about that, that I felt so bad for all three of you was that, you know, we traveled, you know, we were only at TV maybe once or two TVs a week. So when you, Kelly and Britt got together, y'all, you know, our call time was at two. Y'all only had maybe three, four hours to actually get it together before we went live. So there was a lot of pressure on you guys. I to only do the music, get your costumes and get the routine down. I mean, and y'all were featured in the middle of the ring, so it was up to you guys to get all that organized before y'all went live. And I, I could feel the pressure from you because it was, I mean, you're, you're just frantic all the time, but I felt so bad. But at yeah. the same time, I was really proud because you guys always pulled it together. At the very end, before y'all went out, y'all had it. And I mean, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun segment, especially for the kids. Like, you had the kids dancing in the audience. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun once we got out there. The first couple of times, though, I will be honest with you, it was awful because I'm a trained dancer. Like I think people didn't realize that. Like I'm a trained dancer, and I, that was my profession too before I, I got to WWE. So for me, it was like I had to water our routines down. You know what I mean? Because it can't be the kind of the stuff that I want to do or to that kind of. It, it, I can't you can do that. So we had to make sure it was still entertaining. And you know what I mean? Not too cheesy, not too girly, but after that, you're right. You're right, Vicky. We, we actually did make it work, you know, and it works. I don't know. It just worked for us. And thank goodness is all I can say, because I did not, I, I wanted to keep my job. I wanted to keep, you know, and I didn't want to go in the ring and wrestle because I don't know what to do it. I'm going to get hurt or hurt somebody. And I'm sure everyone else is like, yeah, keep those girls over there. Like, eh, we don't need them in the ring right now. Um <laughs> You know, I had Michelle McCool on my show when I first started my podcast, and she just has so much love and admiration for you. We talked about all the good times that we shared together, but you guys, Asley Cool, were from 2009 to 2011. You, you and Michelle broke a lot of barriers in the women's division. I mean, everything from, you know, getting the Divas Championship to breaking the titles in half to y'all were the first ones to go through a table. Um, how was that for you? I mean, because you must look back. I mean, because you guys set a lot of standards for yourselves and, and made a lot of new, uh, you know, I guess a lot of higher standards for the women's division. I mean, you guys were the pivot of, of everyone there to, you know, set, set new uh, definitions of what the women could do. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit teary-eyed, you know. I, I totally, like, just reminisce, like, seeing you There's and then talking about, like, oh. Michelle and Lake Hall. It, it gets me a little bit emotional because I, you know, I miss Michelle as well. I miss her a lot kind of thing. And I can't believe that we did that. Like, I, it, it, it's still like, I'm, I, that's one one thing, I'll be honest with you, that I'm really, really proud about. Like, with, in my career, I can walk away and go, no one can take that away from me. That was, like, the highlight of, like, my career, you know? Let me gather myself. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. No, but, you know what? And, you know, you... You and Michelle put your heart into every single damn time you guys went on TV. And you and Michelle were devoted to that gimmick. I mean, if I could just make a story or write a book about you guys were in, I mean, we would get to the arena and you and Michelle were just planning and scheming and working on things i mean it was like almost like oh my gosh like they're at it again like you you, you found Layla, you found michelle right next to you i mean it was like the two of you were inseparable but the devotion 
and the hard work I admired from you, Michelle, so much because it was, you guys went to work and it was about work. It was about how are we going to better ourselves for the next TV taping or the next live event. And you guys, I mean, from the diva belts to, um, I mean, the holy cool gimmick of making fun of Mickey James. And then, you know, even having me added to the trio, people were like, are you kidding me? Like Vicky Guerrero, like, <laughs> Like she's like she like her ass is the size of both of y'all put together. Whoa, I mean, <laughs> stop that! Stop it! Don't say that. You're 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 flawless. We respect oh. you, and you're the cougar. Come on now, that's not you know what I mean. Oh, let's get serious here because I mean you guys were just like these beautiful two. You know it was like cool. Y'all were flawless. You were glitter and rhinestones and all the good stuff. <laughs> and then I come in, I'm like, okay, I'll do it too. Like I want a jacket like you guys, and I mean. But seriously, on a serious note, I've always wanted to just say, and I'm writing my book, and I put you guys in there because, man, if anybody wanted to see what a hard worker looked like, it was you and Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for all that, Vicky. Thank you. We, we really did work hard. We really like, we weren't really were, were committed to each other, and we were committed to the gimmick. We were committed to everything about it. And here's the thing. I wasn't supposed to be with Michelle. If you look back, it was supposed to be, I think, Alicia Fox. And I got drafted from uh, from Raw because um, I was with William Regal. I got drafted onto SmackDown. And I was there for a little bit. And I think they did like, I don't know what happened exactly. And then just one day they're like, they needed somebody to fill the spot to for a filler match because they wanted to keep, um, I think it was Melina, maybe it was Melina or Mickey maybe, and Michelle yeah. Park. I can't remember exactly who. And so I was out there and had to wrestle, or was it Beth? No, I think it was Melina or um, I, Mickey, yeah. right? So we, I, I had to go out there and then it just was, it was just that, that was it. That was it, you know? And then I don't know, Michelle and I have always had chemistry. If you look back to some of um, my first matches that I had on SmackDown, this was, this was, this is like 2000 nine maybe 2008 I think I had two matches against Michelle and um she carried me the whole match of course I didn't know what I was doing without her that match would not have looked anything and I am so grateful for that that she did that but there was just the chemistry about us like and everyone was like oh that was actually pretty good that was decent like and Jim do you remember Jimmy Wang yeah he was he said to me he's like no lie he said to me after one of those matches he said you and Michelle have really good chemistry. And I was like, okay, guys, you should work with her like that. And totally didn't even think about that or, or anything. He was right. You know what I mean? He was totally wow. right. And Michelle was the first person when I came into out to the locker room in 2006, who I connected with right away. Sometimes it's just, I don't know, it's just meant to be, right? You can't, yeah. you don't plan it. You don't like, and it just happened, it just happened naturally. And kept going out there with Michelle and um, started doing some promos with her and stuff. And they were kind of like, oh, I kind of like this. Because it's like, look at us, we're completely opposite. You know what I mean? Completely. Yeah. But it just worked. And um, when the Mickey James thing started the first time, um, the <laughs> promo, can, can I say the storyline? Or is that offensive to anybody? Is that no. okay? Oh, yeah, okay. it's my so show. Wanna... It's my okay. show. You can say whatever all you right. want. Okay. okay, all right. So the, so the Piggy Jane started, and um, <laughs> it, it just took off after that. Like, it really did. That was the first time that we had match. We, had, we, we were like, we had real heat, like genuine heat by the crowd. It wasn't 
the, the oh yeah, we'll just play along. I mean, it was genuine. They hated us. I have people still texting me saying, <laughs> I hated you guys from that from that time. So I feel like we were doing our job then. Obviously, if you were hating us, we were doing our job. And Michelle, honestly, Michelle would put the storylines together. She really would, really well. Every week, she is one of the hardest workers. I learned so much from her and I regret that I didn't learn even more before she left, but she would put down timelines. Like it wasn't just like, here we go, we're gonna do this, we're gonna No, she had it down to a T. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. This month, we're gonna do this, we're leading to this. She was like phenomenal. She's got it together to a T. And I was just so happy because I was like, yeah, I like that. Like I, I was just like feeling with it. And then I was making the costumes when we first started. And Vicky had to help us at some point when she joined the group. There she was with the glue gun, the um, rhinestones. Was there glitter? Was there glitter at one point? Yeah, really, we, I think I was finding rhinestones in my bed. I mean, in the hotels <laughs> and in my home bed. I mean, I was getting high off the glue and I was like, what did I sign up for? <laughs> but, you know, when you talk about, you know, how Michelle had a timeline. If we could be serious just for a minute, because yeah, sure. you guys, you guys did have like, say four to six weeks out. Y'all had everything planned. Mm -hmm. um, the thing that I experienced with y'all being part of Le Cool was that the politics, y'all got uh, actually a lot of, um, you know, obstacles handed to y'all because people were not liking the popularity that y'all had. And so that told me that you guys were so good at what you guys were doing that there was a, a lot of jealousy you know in the locker room and within the agents within um the writers i mean we could actually see how you guys had to work at being at vince's door like every week you know saying this is what's mm -hmm. going to happen this is what we want to do and so you and michelle had to have a lot of thick skin to not accept the nose until they said yes. And that's what y'all waited for every every taping, taping day. I mean, y'all were waiting for the yes. And that took a lot of persistence. How was that? Did that cause stress, you know, to think, you know, is this really worth it? Or is this, no, we're, we're gonna stick at this until, you know, we get our way. I mean, cause you and Michelle really had to have a lot of teamwork together and believe in each other to get to, get to those, you know, uh, long meetings you know when they would you know just keep saying no no and then when they finally said yes you guys were just like you know y'all would just attack you know whatever had to be done that night i mean that had to have been a lot of stress too for you and michelle it, it it was a lot of stress to be honest with you and you are you're always fighting that was the thing that that era that we were in the deeper era like i've heard other people wrestlers or superstars females in like this generation that have said that we we didn't have to that the divas didn't have to fight for anything and that things weren't taken away from us and we weren't given opportunities like no this is the truth there was two spots this is it the baby face and the heel there was two spots in our diva era luckily it used to be just on raw right so then those two those two girls would come to smackdown too so they were on right. raw and smackdown and that was it everybody else was just whatever hopefully you'll find a guy you can be with or something right. in a pre-tape or something like that that was it so then finally it became that it was two it was it was two spots two spots on raw two spots on smackdown and you got to remember like how many girls were in the locker room there's a lot of girls in the locker room in yeah. what 10 15 to each locker room 
And all of us want to be shine. I get it. We all want the spot. We all want to shine. We all want to, you know, further ourselves. We're not going to get any younger. We're all getting older. So I totally understand that. But the fight in you sometimes, even the person who was fighting, 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 you still get no. And girls still came. Michelle and I got told no many a times. It yeah. wasn't like we got what we wanted. We got what we wanted. We never did get what we want. We never, it wasn't like that. And I can promise you that I was there. And I'm just going to be really honest about this. Michelle being married to Taker or his girlfriend, I think at the time, at the time, eventually they yeah. were married just a little bit after that. Like people were like, oh, she's going to get whatever she wants. Or she has that, she has that. I was there to witness it. That was not the case. It had nothing to do with that. If anything, I felt like people were kind of like more shunning her than they were right. like giving her what she wants or stuff. And she worked hard. She was like the hardest worker always. It wasn't like she was like, lazy like oh I'm just gonna sit here had yeah. nothing to do with that it had nothing to do with that and I still feel to this day that's a stigma that Michelle's gonna have to have her whole life and carry with yeah. her and it's not fair that's not true I was there not true whatsoever and you know I, I can attest to that Layla because when we were when I was with you guys really cool it was me you and Michelle that went to Vince's office to talk about many things mm -hmm. we wanted to do Taker was never there Michelle could speak on her own you could speak on your own and i just loved you guys like i love vince so i was just like hey you know i'm here with them like you know what, what are we gonna do tonight <laughs> but you and michelle knew exactly what was to be expected of you guys week after week and you guys just set a lot of uh you know like a new evolution for the women's division you know with the from the title belts to breaking them i mean how did that come about where y'all thought that because i know that the the, the what's the the props department had so much fun with you guys because i mean they were like you know uh separating the belts and the way you guys did those storylines and and i think the most hilarious thing was that michelle was kind of the serious one but your <laughs> laugh layla the way that you would talk like even like to mickey james and like the promos you did i mean i had to keep myself from laughing because i was just like this is good stuff like i was like i i can't i can't ruin this moment but you and michelle was just like y'all could beat off each other instantly look at each other and knew exactly where y'all needed to be for that promo that's 100 percent truth and we never intentionally <laughs> meant to say like we we never went to say together like flawless together or something like that it just organically happened one day and then after that we just kept like talking the same and just like saying things together and I, it's true. I could look at Michelle and I'd know if she was like, like go over this way or go over that way. Like I really could, or wait, no, say. I could really read her like a, like a book. I don't know if she could read me like that, but I would follow her. She was definitely the leader. If it was anything in the ring, it was definitely her that was the leader. And the actual title belts, when you talk about that, Vicky, do you know how that came about? It no, was not me well, and Michelle. It was not me and Michelle. I know. So but, explain, yeah, explain that. Okay, so one day, like, I guess we did the uh, Forever Friends, like, necklaces, you know, we did that one day together. <laughs> That's right. It was in the ring, right, promo, like, we're Forever Friends, and we do it on our shirts and whatever. And Batista, during rehearsals one day, he's like, hey, he goes, he goes, you know what? He goes, I just told Vince, you guys just get the titles, you know, like, to do the Forever Friends necklaces. And I, and I was like, really? And so I told Michelle, and then she liked it, and all of a sudden, it was, that was it. It was done, because it really was perfect so Batista oh came God. up with that yeah no it wasn't I can't I take credit for that 
no, nobody does. I never really voiced it before, because you, you know, no, I can't. We can't take. I can't take the credit for that. That that was generally Batista. Oh my gosh! You know what? The greatest memories I have of you, Layla, was that you were so kind and sweet that I did take advantage of you a little bit in the locker room. Mm. Do you remember? the time when I brought the fake cockroaches into the locker yes. room. Yes! <laughs> yes, I do! <laughs> and you were just so easy to scare. And I just, I, you were so sweet and kind. that I was like, oh, she's the easy target. Like I, me and Michelle were just like planting them everywhere in your bag or, or in your shoe or, and even Michelle hated them, but Michelle's kind of rough. Like she likes the wilderness and stuff. Like she was okay with it, but yeah. he, I mean, you were just so much fun to be around. And my greatest memory is at WrestleMania, you know, when um, I had to do the cougar splash or the frog splash. And, you know, having you and Michelle there first, because Michelle could hold my hand because it's really high up there. I mean, I was like, I mean, how many rehearsals did we do? Because I was so terrified. And, you know, all the biggest audience. But to have Michelle hold my hand and you were on the side going, Come on, Vicky, you can do it. You can do it. I'd be looking yeah. at you like, I can do it. I can do it. You know, but <laughs> I, I shared some of the, just the most amazing memories of you and Michelle. And just, you know, with you and your, your calmness and your good heart was just so comforting to me. And just like, I guess you look to Michelle, I was looking to you, you know, because Aww. you're just, you just had that smile. And to know that we experienced, you know, wrestle you know, two or three WrestleManias together was just like, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, having Michelle on my show, it wasn't complete until I could have you on my show mm -hmm. and just tell you how much I love and admired you and your attitude you was too. so incredible. Oh, love you too, Vicky. Thank you. I love you too. Love you and, too. you know, also another great memory I had of you was every time we went to London, you knew all the spots to go to, you knew all the food to eat. And, and to meet your family was just something that was so special because you brought your family into our family, you know, and to get to, you know, see everyone, then you get to spend time with your family. You kind of came back, you know, uh, renewed, you know, and rested because you get to see, you know, when your mom was alive and stuff. I just, I admired how close, you know, your family was and just uh, getting to share that part of you was something that was always special to me. So I, I just want to say publicly, thank you so much for, for trusting me around your family. No, thank you for being so sweet to them. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Vicky. Yeah. So with you living in Phoenix, how do you, how often do you, do you get to go see your family? I know that we're, we're going through COVID right now, but have you got to see them more since you're not on the road anymore and having that regular schedule with WWE? Yeah, I went to uh, London, I think it was in uh, 2018, 2018, 2019. And I also went to Morocco because I'd always wanted to go to Morocco. And I hadn't really, like I'd been to Morocco, something like that, I'd been to Morocco, like, but I, I wanted to go to Morocco and like see my other family and stuff like that. So I got to spend a lot of time in Morocco, which was, it was just beautiful to see everybody and like, really get attached to my origins and where I'm organically from and stuff like that so yeah. it was it was just really nice and I, I can't wait to go back London's in lockdown right now so I communicate with my family like but I just can't wait till everything kind of like eases up a little bit and I'm yeah. definitely going straight away going to go back home I do miss it I miss the food too I do miss the food. Well, you're the first one who taught me about fish and chips we were in the hotel I can't remember <laughs> what hotel it was Manchester it was 
and yep. we used to eat like the peas and stuff and i thought they mushy were gross, peas. But mushy peas mushy but peas. you know you you introduced me to your world and i just i always have memories when i think of london you know or i've gone back for a, a couple of comic cons and i always picture you just like Layla showed me, you know, what this food was about. And I just have great memories of you. And you're, you're such a kind and wonderful person. Sometimes. Thank you, Vicky. Sometimes. <laughs> I know others would say different. No, it's true. And that's okay. I know others would say different. And you're right. Like, I think everybody expected, you know, someone when you're working like that and you're like on the grind all the time to always be pleasant and to always, but sometimes I'm just, can we just be realistic? Sometimes it's just not that way. And I'm a female. So I, I'm, I have been kind and nice, but I've also also been kind of been like, just not in the mood. Like, Because we all are. I mean, yeah. you know, we'd have those tours for two to three weeks. I mean, by day 10, I was like, get <laughs> Like, you know, where's Vicky? Oh, you know, I powder out like to another hallway and just be by myself. I mean, it's, we're human, you know, and yeah. we never, we never got that alone time because it's just, you you know, I was grateful for always being around, you know, our family at WWE, but, um, you know, we're just, I like my quiet time too. I like to be away and just not shower for a day and just be still and watch movies <laughs> yeah. all day. So, yeah, I mean, like you know, for you to have that, you know, that, you know, say you, you weren't nice. I think we all had that in ourselves, you know, because we're, we're just, we're tired. I mean, it was a long, rigorous schedule that we had to go through. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And can I just say, I remember your first tour. I, I remember your first talk we were on the same bus we were on the same coach and you looked at me at one point and you go how do you do this how do you do this all the time <laughs> you're like what and I was it like was don't hard. worry yeah it was I was like don't worry we have sweats now before we didn't have the sweats you had to be in business cash like you know what I mean like tight skirts and thing like this and you're stuck on the coach for like five hours so no I totally get it like but I remember you I remember you were kind of like <laughs> it, that was hard for me because you know my girls were at home I didn't get to talk to them like every day I mean because you know it was hard to find a phone sometimes I mean it was a lot to take in and get used to you know so um, yeah, thank you for for accepting my dirty looks and, and worry worry looks too. <laughs> no, it was it was it, it, it was definitely um, like I wouldn't say entertaining. I wouldn't say that it was just funny. Like when you said it, I just wanted to laugh because <laughs> that's how I felt on my first talk. <laughs> All right, everyone, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Gentlemen, are you performing your best during sex? Or do you walk away feeling frustrated and disappointed? Well, the Cougar has a solution just for you. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form. Blue Chew's tablets combat erectile dysfunction and help men gain confidence when it's time to go. No doctor visits, it's an online prescription service and Blue Chew provides a consult with one of their licensed medical providers. It's made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct. Use promo code EXCUSE ME and receive your first month subscription for free. Enjoy! I was like, what is this? 
and I had like 10 bags because I was thinking I was taking the deeper search. I didn't know, fancy, pretty. But yeah, no, honey. I learned that one really fast. You better learn that quick. <laughs> Let's just touch base just really quick. How is it how is it being married after post WWE? I mean, that is such fascinating news. Um, how is it being a wife? I mean, and, and you're in Phoenix. How is it? I mean, yeah. I mean, because it was just, you get to slow down now and you have a normal life. Well, not normal, but your life is calm now and you get to enjoy your dogs and, and enjoy your home. How's life for you now? Yeah, no, it, it is. It is true. Life does slow down, you know, like for me, just going to go see the, the in-laws over there. It's kind of like a struggle. Oh, I'm tired. But like, no, I got to go over there. But no, it, it really is great. Rich is awesome. He's a, he's, he's a softy. I'm the boss, I think, in this household. Hold on, wait. Did yeah. you hear me? No, I don't think he heard me. Anyways. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> no, no I, no, I really am. I really am the boss in that. But you know, the one thing I love, love, love since I've not, since I've stopped working for WWE and not traveling is I love cooking. I cook everything from scratch. And I'm not like, I'm not like boasting or anything like that because I'm not going to boast, but I really am a good cook. Like I promise you, I really am a good cook. And I like try different dishes and yeah, from Moroccan, English traditions. I'll do Mexican. I'm trying to think like I'll make cakes and stuff like that. Like I love it. And then I was like, maybe I should go to culinary school. You know, I was kind oh. of like, because I really do like it. And I like flavors and improvising. And a chef that I know said to me, don't go to culinary school. You just work inside the kitchen with some guys. You learn that way. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do because it's it is like um it's it's definitely um I don't know what to do I don't know but I I would like to I think that is something that I would like to do or maybe like a cookbook too like something like that like some of my favorite recipes and some of the family recipes I've learned I I think so and you guys can see you can see that I promise I'm a really good cook really if, good if, if you if you create your own cookbook I will have you back on my podcast and. I mean, I will promote the hell out of it for you. I'd be so happy to help you out with that. Let's do it. I, I actually should do it. I think I should. I really think. And I like cooking vegan. I know like right now, everyone's like, you've got your pro-vegan, negative vegan, you know what I mean? But it's actually tastes really good. Like whether you oh. agree with um, veganism for, you know, for the cruelty to the animals or for health-wise, stuff like that, like it's still really good. There are certain things that I don't drink milk. Like I, I stopped drinking milk when they used to make us drink milk at school. Like, and then like <laughs> I stopped doing that. A lot of people like milk and I converted over to uh, rice milk, almond milk long, long time ago. So now it's like kind of weird that now you don't even have to have anything dairy and it still tastes good. Wow. And I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegan hundred percent. Um, but I, I, I am going down that, down that path a little bit. So let's see. I don't know. We'll see by the time I get ingredients and decide do I want to go with a vegan book which I think some people I don't know or do I go with like traditional stuff that I cook all the time well I think the fans would love it and I was telling you before we started this interview that I put on social media that I was interview interviewing you and I asked them to submit some questions and you have so much love from around the world mm -hmm. I mean the fans didn't even hesitate I mean my inbox kept coming and getting full and I was like they still love her. Like, this is so incredible to see. And I'm so glad I get to share some of these questions with you <clears throat> because 
I mean, I, I love you so much. And I know the fans just admire you for your legacy. I mean, your legacy was so impactful to all the fans. And um, I'm really glad I got to do this for you and to have some of the fans be able to ask you questions. So you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So this is from Daryl Brokenboro. And he says, hi, Layla. Long time no here and looking beautiful like always. Um, I love your Instagram page. Uh, he says, um, uh, okay, he has like three different questions on here. Uh, when you were part of the Extreme Expose, uh, I'm coding on what you said. Would you have one more dance? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I would. I totally would. I don't know if the other girls would. I, I don't think we'd remember any of the routines we, you know, have done in the past. But no, I totally <laughs> would. If they're game, let's do it. Why not? One more signing together, one more dance together. Why not? Before I'm too old and I might break my hip. <laughs> you, you never know with a Comic Con. I mean, that would be easy to have put together. I mean, fans would adore that. I'm I'm up for it. I'm down. So tell them if they want to do it, let's do it. Let's go. All right. Very good. Okay, so here's one from Gustavo Arantes. And he says he's from Brazil. And I have to say that you and Michelle are my two favorite divas. I love y'all so much. My question for Layla is, do you have a dream opponent that you would like to face? Someone from the pre the past or the present? From the past or the present. Um, sorry, let me think about it. Um, I would say one of, from the past, China. Because I was just a fan. I was a really huge fan. And... Of course, like she's gonna kill me within two seconds. But I mean, I would totally love to do that. Like I would love to have worked with China and had one match with her. And in the present, man, there's so many good girls right now. They're all amazing. I mean, Sasha's amazing, you know what I mean? But I just feel like that's so predictable kind of thing. I think Osaka, I really, really I love her work. Like I just think she's just so clean and every she works really good with everybody Everyone, so i'm gonna yeah. go with her yeah i think yeah do you watch a lot of the promotions at home like do you still keep up with the wrestling or is it just every once in a while honestly not really but when you're watching tv these days like there's so much wrestling right before yeah. it wasn't like that there wasn't enough wrestling stuff like that now there's like it's it's nearly it's every day yeah <laughs> so it's like or you see a commercial or if you go to youtube you know what i mean like a commercial comes up or anything like that i mean i i have watched like uh, i watched like last week i happened to watch just i think i saw raw last week and i think i saw smackdown and if if like i'll tune in if i know it's the legends week the legends yeah night sorry not week then of course i'm gonna tune in just to see just to see the it's like nostalgia you just want to see you know you want to see your old friends too at the same time yeah very, very good. Okay, so here's one from OTT.Thomas. He um, asked, he's asking you, uh, what would be your, oh my gosh, wait, Layla, is there a country on your bucket list that you have not visited yet? Oh my goodness, so many. Uh, there are so many, even though I've traveled so much. I would say Japan. I never got to go to Japan. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He says a jerk. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say also Dubai. I, I, la I landed in Dubai and like saw it for like an hour and a half. Like, and then that was it. I had to go. So I would say, yeah, Japan and Dubai. I would like to go to. Well, he says that Germany still loves you very much. So he wanted oh, to know that as well. I love Germany too. I really do like Germany. Love it too. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Um, Loving Music asks, do you still have contact with Michelle Nicole? 
And if yes, what was your favorite memory with her? Um, yes, I do have I do have contact with Michelle. I think Michelle and I will always be in contact, whether it's even just a happy birthday or, um, you know, happy holidays. We will always be in contact yeah. with each other. Um, I'm trying to think so many memories of her. Should I tell a funny memory or uh, I think a funny one? What are your funny ones? Uh, whatever ones you have, I would love to hear. Okay. All right. This was, this was hilarious. This is like an exclusive because like this was, I've never heard Michelle laugh so hard. So one day we were in the locker room. It was uh, myself. It was Bar Kelly Kelly, uh, Rosa. Milena, sorry, Milena, Rosa, and Michelle. So there was a mirror in front of me here. Michelle was standing by the mirror. I was over here getting changed. Melina, oh, sorry, Melina, uh, Rosa was over there, Rosa, and Barbie was over the back. And uh, one of the agents comes in. I'm going to leave the agent out his name. I don't want to embarrass him. So one of the agents like, can I come in your locker room? They're like, yeah, sure. So he sat down by the door. It was a small locker room. And he was like going over the spots with us and stuff like that. And I was, I was wearing the Snooky outfit and we were coming out, me and Michelle were making fun of Jersey girls, you know, Jersey Shore. So we were getting ready and I turn around and I, I, I turn around, I forget the agent's there. And then I go like this, I don't like this top. And I take it off like this to the agent in front of the mirror. To look, and Michelle goes, Layla. I had nothing on and they were I mean Jamie just rolled out the, he didn't even stand up he just rolled out the, the door and Michelle and everyone was on the floor Michelle was dying on the floor she never laughed so hard she was and I was I was just like oh, I couldn't laugh because I was just like mortified like what have I just like totally forgot and she'll remember that I think she told that story to somebody but she didn't like leave in the what happened exactly but yeah, that was definitely a memory that we would still laugh about to this day, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Um, Leila, tell me something. What advice would you give yourself 10 years ago that you know now that that would help you back then? Um, save your money. It, right? Save your money. Because it comes in and you're thinking it's never going to stop. And it's, you, it really is hard sometimes because you get to the point where you're like, you know, oh, it's, this is never going to stop. It's going to save your money for one, for sure. Um, stay humble. I would say walk in every day as the same person you walked in the first day you walked in that door because it is so hard to stay humble. And I feel like I'm not the only one that can testify to that. Stay humble. That's I the one I didn't that say. One, yeah. yeah. Also, be kind to everybody. Whether you like them or don't like them, you have to just be kind and always kind of like have empathy for somebody or mind your own business. That's what I would tell myself. Mind your own business. Stay out of any kind of drama or anything like that. There you was know, a lot kind back to everybody. then. Yeah. Be kind to everybody. Yeah. And I would say the last thing, enjoy it because you don't get to stop and just sit back and enjoy the moment. You don't get that to be like, wow, I'm wrestling me. Like you do not. You don't even have the time to really like accept that. And it's just, it's gone now. Like for me now, like that's it. And it's like, did I really enjoy my time there? Did I really like savor it? Like, I mean, remember it and really take it in. It's like you get to a really good restaurant. You've got the best food you can ever think about. And you're just like, you don't realize, savor it. That's what I would say. And I would advise anybody going into any kind of wrestling company, whatever. Those are the, those are the four points I would totally stick to. 
That's so incredibly uh, humble of you. And that's something that I learned too, is that you get into all the politics and you get into all the fighting of who's going to do what for that night. And looking back now, you know, I just think I never realized that someone might've had a battle or a struggle that they were going through. And I just, it's so easy to judge at the very beginning of someone, they walk in like, Oh yeah, I know what the story is, but I really didn't know the story. And you just, and then, you know, all the stress and the chaos that would go with getting ready for TV and all the scripts and the promos and you just get frazzled and you just, I wish I would have enjoyed a lot of those moments too, you know, to actually just sit there and breathe in a little bit and enjoy that I'm on the biggest stage instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I have to do this and that. And, you know, I can't stop until, until I get to the hotel. Like, there was a lot of times I just, I wish I would have enjoyed certain moments a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember you saying that, Vicky, you had the most lines of everybody. I always remember you, like, with papers, like, scripts, and then you'd memorize, like, this one, and you'd be, like, sitting there, and, there, and everyone's still trying to talk to you, and, like, they're just trying to learn her lines, but, but people don't realize because they're doing their own thing, and you're, you're, like, being polite, but I'm, like, oh, my God. And then, knock at the door. Vicky, here you go, chips, scripts change. There you go. You oh. just that whole thing, and then they're, like, next change or you know and I felt bad for you I remember one time you were in Gorilla I think it was between I want to say it was between when Edge was fighting Leku with um Dolph, Dolph. Dolph Ziggler yes and I think they changed it on you while you was in Gorilla like they were like all of a sudden no we're not we're not doing this now we're doing that and I remember I was just like oh my god like I you, you and you handled that really well like so uh. that would have been that, and that was many a times I saw that with you. And that was kind of like, you did, you took it really well. <laughs> <Really? laughs> no, I, I usually ended up drinking a lot that night too. <laughs> I bet you did. I would have joined you too. <laughs> okay. We, we have another question from Alicia okay. Landis. Um, she has uh, two questions. Uh, let's see. It was, what was it like capturing the women's and divas championships during your career? And your and the second question was, what's it like being part of, of Extreme Exposé? Did you enjoy it or was it stressful? Well, I guess you kind of answered that a little bit a while yeah. ago. So I'll just answer the Extreme Exposé one real fast. No, I, I really did enjoy it. Not at first. Not at first. I really did not enjoy it at first because I was the one doing every, like trying to get everything done, stuff like that. It was very yeah. um, anxiety and stuff like that. And so... But I we did. I think we all enjoyed it. We all did enjoy it in the end. And then the next the question was about um, uh, uh, what was it like capturing the women and divas championships during your career? Well, yeah, I would say the women's uh, championship that I, I got told that day. I wasn't planned. You know, what I mean? it wasn't. I I didn't have a clue. It was told that day. And um, what happened was was I guess Beth was injured and um, they needed to get a new women's champion and. Um, I happened to be the only one that was on the road, you know what I mean, at that time. Oh my so God. they were like, yeah, they were like, I think Fit Finley, I want to say 100% Fit Finley, because um, he'd been working with me, training me, like giving me everything, like knowledge and just like, you know, like love. He's incredible. Guided. Yeah. He really is support and gave me the confidence to kind of like believe in myself because I was the underdog at that time. I really was the underdog. Out of all the girls in our locker room, SmackDown, wrestling-wise, I, I came in the diva search. I didn't even train. Yeah. So I was the underdog, and I was training with him and stuff like that. 
And um, I will always love him. Just want to put that up there. I always love him. So basically, um, when he told me, I was completely like in shock. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? So we went out there, won the, won the title. And the crowd, okay, because it was in Beth Phoenix's hometown. You were in the, you were in the audience. Vicky, you were there. You were inside. Yeah. And uh, the, the audience were like this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nothing. I, all you could hear was me. Ah! you know what I mean and then Vicky yeah. and Michelle but there was nothing and do you know what though that was obviously when I look back now that was the best feeling because I was the underdog I was the heel I was the girl that you would not put the title on so I knew okay now I'm gonna win them over that's the best way to start because if you start here who cares yeah I started right at the bottom and took it and I was like I'm gonna enjoy this moment I don't care if you guys want to enjoy it I'm gonna enjoy it so it was it was actually awesome I, I'm so happy that I won it that night and the way that it went down and Michelle was next to me Vicky was next to me it worked so hard what could I have asked for it was like one of the best nights for me I really did and I went backstage and um Kofi was standing there and I've, Kofi and I've always been close and I just looked at him and I was like Kofi I was like me I just was like, I can't believe it. Like, just like a year ago, I thought I was going to leave WWE and then now I win the title. So it was amazing. Winning the Divas title, um, it, of course, it was amazing. It was when I came back after my injury and I was out yeah. for a year. And I don't think I got to enjoy that as much because I was terrified that I was going to hurt my knee. Once you get injured, there's a certain barrier that when you come back, it, it, it just takes you a while you know what I mean so I yeah. didn't get to enjoy that moment although Nikki and Brie gave me an amazing match they gave me an amazing you know what I mean like just just an amazing opportunity that I was even working with them to you know it was just yeah. it was perfect but I didn't get to really enjoy it because I wasn't there my head was totally somewhere else yeah no that's interesting but well deserved though I was always proud when uh, you had received one of the championships so well deserved um, okay so I have some rapid fire questions for you so my fans and listeners can get to know Layla a little bit more okay um, if you woke up as the queen of England on a Saturday morning what would your day be like um, first thing um, I would get the chef right away get my breakfast started I will I will say I want English fry up I want freshly made croissants I want um um hot tea to get coffee um freshly made juices like I would live it up then I would be like okay I'm gonna have a bath I'll have a nice hot bath and then I would say okay time to get dressed I don't want them dressing me I'll dress myself but I'm gonna you know I'll probably do the crown too why not right we'll get different day and then I'll be like let's go to a spa take me to a spa day and then I'd want to try to think I want to get on one of those horses you know what I mean the, the horses that go out there with the red I can't think what they're called I'm sorry don't do that like that ride one of those horses with them and then I'd want to be with the soldiers standing outside Buckingham Palace that I'd go mess with them because they can't move they can't do anything so they can't do anything for me because I'm the queen for the day so I can have their faces like this maybe they tush maybe their butts no, good. maybe and then uh, <laughs> maybe and then I, I probably would um go shopping 
parents, like everything. She's paying, right? Because I'm the queen for the day, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd go to, yeah, yeah Harold, Harvey, Harvey Nick, have lunch there, have lunch there too. I would do it up. And then I would have a big party that night uh, in Buckingham Palace, invite all my friends, have everything you can think of possibly. I would also probably do some kind of charity thing just because that's the right thing to do. If we're going to be the queen for the day, I don't know. Yeah give to some families and stuff like that. Maybe that's what you do. You invite all the people out there, homeless or poor, or, you know, some, some foster homes, stuff like that. Bring them in at the party, have a great time. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what else would I do at nighttime? No, that'd be good. That'd be that's more awesome. than phenomenal. Yeah, that'd be more than phenomenal, yeah. All right, what's your favorite topping on pizza? Um, cheese. I like pineapple too, but cheese. Uh, what's your favorite vacation spot? I Layla? don't have one. Oh my god! Sorry, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want me to be rapid, like quick? Is that my answer to you? Oh no, no. Just what, what oh. would be your favorite vacation spot if you got to pick somewhere to go today? Would it be a beach, or would it be like a city, or a country, or uh, Vegas, or what would be your I, first thought of where you want to go? I traveled so much. I've been to so many Caribbean islands, stuff like that, on the cruise ship, and then I travel so much to WWE. So it's really hard for me. I'm just going to say England because I don't get to go there as much. And that's it. That, that would See be your family. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How many pairs of shoes do you have in your closet? Uh, maybe about 30. I used to have way too much, but now I just <laughs> I have 30, I think, to be honest. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so just because you love cooking so much, what's for dinner tonight? Uh, well, because tonight I'm on a I'm on a diet. It's good. It's um just gonna be a salad with some Ezekiel bread, maybe. But if I if I could cook right now, something I would like to eat like that, I'd make um cottage pie, English proper cottage pie from scratch. Wow, very yeah. nice, Layla. Um, <laughs> so let's let our fans know that you have future appearances coming up, which I'm so happy that we get to share you with our fans because you're going to get received very well. I know it. Oh. You have um, the big event on March 6th. Is that correct? Yes, I'll be there. Uh, at, March 6th. And that's at LaGuardia Airport at the Marriott. And you're from 10 to 2. Is that right? You're signing? I think so. Yes. 10 to 2. Yes. Okay. And then you have March 7th. You're signing for Ultimate Stars from 11 to 2 at Colonial Colony Center Mall. Yes. Yes. It, is there any other uh, future appearances you have? Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm going to be at WrestleCon. It's my first ever one. I've never done that before in Tampa. And um, I'll be there both days. Um, I think the first one's one till five. And then the next day I'll be there uh, nine till two. Oh, my gosh. Are, are, yeah. you getting the, are you getting the bug again? Or you just want to just keep it at appearances? Um. I'm just going to keep it at appearances, to be honest with you. I don't see, I, like, I feel like everyone always asks me that. It, no, it's not even a thought in my mind kind of thing. I think appearances will be great. And, um, yeah, that's the appearances. And I'm, I'm coming out with a book. Yeah, cookbook. And I'm also writing the book. I know you said that earlier. So I know you said you were writing a book. I'm also writing a book, too, about my life and stuff like that. So that will be coming out, too. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I, I'm so proud of you, and I'm so happy I got to share some time with you. I, I adore you and respect you in so many ways. And I'm so proud of you, how you uh, are enjoying life right now and how you have this happy life. And I'm just so happy to see your smile and your beautiful face. 
Oh, Vicky, thank you so much. And I'm so happy that we could do this. And I haven't seen you in such a long time. And I, I love you. I respect you. And I've always looked up to you. And you're a great mom. You really are. Yeah. You really are. Please say hi to the girls for me. I know I haven't like spoken to them. I hear, like, I've, yeah, please tell them I said hi. And I just send my love. That's all. I will. Yeah. Thank you for being on my show. And guys, uh, please check out Layla on IG at Layla L and Twitter at Miss Layla L. So guys, follow her, uh, send her a message, support her on her future signings, and she'll be at WrestleCon. So support her. And thank you, Layla, so much. I love you. Thank you. Love you, Vicky. I love you guys, too. Thank you for joining me. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Okay, everyone, there you have it. I hope that all of you laughed as much as Layla and I did. Thank you, Layla, for reminiscing some great times at WWE. I am so happy of the life that you have found after wrestling. Thank you for sharing your, your personal stories and that we could share some funny stories with our fans. Um, and guys, thank you again for joining my podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you for liking, commenting, subscribing, downloading on your favorite podcast. Please continue to support me because I'm having a blast bringing these incredible guests to you week after week. I also want to thank my sponsors, Blue Chew and Anchor for supporting this podcast. And as always, take care, be kind, love one another, and excuse me! Adios.